Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Yeah, there's still beer in there, isn't there? There is still okay. beer in there. Wow. All right. Good. I've had a couple of them, and it just doesn't make a dent because every time you come by with another six pack, it's like, well, there's yeah, another yeah. six pack <laughs> in the refrigerator. I'll, I'll <laughs> take a break here in a minute and grab one. You're I lucky he doesn't bring beer. I'll, I'll, wait, I'll wait to get talking about uh, to the, the tech specs on some video game system. There you go. I'll walk out. That's how you do <laughs> it. <laughs> Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock number 294. I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact check Andy. And we're here to talk Weekend Geek. The beginning of Comic Con this week, gentlemen. Yeah. So, tomorrow night. T- yep. So Crazy. excited yep. thinking of all those geeks who will be standing on lines. <laughs> Not me, man. I don't do the lines. Apparently yeah. they're bringing back that Hall H wristband. They have they had last year, like if you got in line the night before you were given a wristband. Oh, and you really? had that spot back as long as you were there by seven thirty the next morning. Oh, so it cuts down man. on camping, but yeah. They should have the Monty Hall age. You know, wacky costumes get in. Let's <laughs> there make you it go. Oh, you know what they should do? They should just put the shit on big television screens all over the fucking thing and on the internet. Oh, wait, they do. <laughs> 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 I swear to shit. I get it. It's fun. I remember being able, being going to a panel and being like, oh, the next panel is a Mr. Show panel? Fuck, yeah, I'm in, in it to win it. Oh, now it's The Simpsons? Yeah, oh, great. It's cool to see those people close. Yeah. It's just as cool to watch those people on TV. And I it, swear. And if you're in Hall H, you could be a thousand feet away from right. the stage. Yeah, you're oh, watching it on TV anyway. smells so much better on TV. True. <laughs> so well, true. wait till they implement that Comic-Con smell-o-vision. Mm. Oh. Gross. <laughs> Coming to Con TV. Oh. I always thought they should oh. pipe the, uh, the, the, the panel stuff into the press rooms when we were doing press because... I, I, kid, I kid you not. Every time somebody would go, like, so did you see the panel? I'm like, no, we were in here waiting uh, to, to do the yeah. interviews. And, the, you know, it, especially every now and then you'd get like some up, stuck up director or what or producer or whatever. And they're like, so so you didn't hear the panel? I mean, we talked about this on the panel. It's like, no, we were in here waiting for your yeah, ass. People got mad at us for that shit. Yeah. It's like, um, sorry, we were in here. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> Well, before we get into what we did this week, I want to address an email that we received. Yes. Uh, hello, couch dwellers. Uh, in Geek Shock, number 293, that's our last week's Geek Shock, uh-huh. you touched on the idea of people giving their children geek culture names. Oh, yeah. Like the couple who wanted to name their kids Luke and Leia. Well, that reminded me of something that happened in the late 90s. My sister had a friend over with her baby. They were uh, talking of baby names, and my sister's friend talked about how her husband wanted to name their son Anakin. Uh, She wasn't having that, and they had to argue a while about it, so they compromised, and she let the baby's middle name be Anakin. But the first name would have to be a normal name that they could agree on. They eventually agreed on Seth. When I heard that, I laughed and said, Ha, Seth, Sith, I get it. She looked at me quizzically. And asked what I meant. Uh-oh. <laughs> I told her that Darth Vader was often referred to as the Dark Lord of the Sith, and let her know that a Sith was essentially a dark side equivalent of a Jedi. This you. was before the prequels were out, so that wasn't necessarily common knowledge. You fuck, are you out of the husband? <laughs> her eyes widened, and there was a few seconds of silence as she processed. Then she blurted out, I'm gonna kill him! <laughs> 
<laughs> the baby was nearly a year old, and she only just found out that her husband had tricked her. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. He got away with it. Good. No, no, no. He got away with it. That's great. Yeah, I just thought this would be amusing for you. Have a great holiday weekend, Michael Jones. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. awesome. We That's were actually talking TikTok. to we were actually talking to Scully this weekend about that, and I remembered that uh, one of my uh, coworkers had a daughter that we're going to name Eileen. <laughs> and uh, and I honestly suggested Dover's middle name, and she was like, "Oh, that's kind of a nice name." And 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 she called the husband. He's like, "Oh, we're totally naming Do- Dover." He's like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, what's up? Why is he so excited about this?" And he, they almost did. He almost got away with it. Dover. Yeah. <laughs> so kudos to your friend Michael. That's beautiful. Yeah. One of my coworkers at Trek named. Uh, his two kids from the original series characters, and I wish I could remember which characters they were. It's going to drive me crazy. I from which I... original series? Oh, Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yeah, okay. it should be Eileen Dover, Anna Blow. <laughs> <laughs> Eileen Dover, uh, Anna Blow. Tom and I, uh, when he when I Star Trek the experience when he was Motog and I was Castran, we just hit the floor, and there was this family out, and there was like this. Uh, 12, 13-year-old girl, you know, just hitting that awkward stage. And her family was at one end of the retail area, and she was on the other. Tom and I walked out, and just as we hit the floor, we heard, Deanna, come on. And nice. the girl actually went, Mom, don't call, don't, not allow, out loud. And Tom and I just looked at each other and we were just like, hello, Deanna. And we just walked mm. over and we followed her through retail asking Deanna all sorts of questions. Where are you from, Deanna? You know, how long you been here, Deanna? You really like Deanna? And we just went over and through and, and she was mortified. <laughs> she was absolutely mortified. We the also, m- the favorite one though, was there was this family and, uh, I'm going to get slightly racial here, but oh, this geez. is to the point. Oh, here good. Go. Everybody get ready to drink. No, the, <laughs> it, it was a Latino family, but the father, he looked central casting East L.A. gangbanger. Okay. He had the clothing uh, of, the, of the, that style in the, the late 90s that people associate. He had the tattoos riding up. Really nice guy, though, soft-spoken. He and his wife, they had their kid, and they're holding up the kid. That's when I was a Borg, and they were trying to get a picture with me, and I stood next to the mom. Mom's holding the kid on the other shoulder, and the, 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 the father is trying to take a picture, and he's, like, trying to get the kid's attention. He's like, look here, look here, come on, come on. All right, now, keep in mind, I'm telling you, this guy was totally central casting essay from east la Mm -hmm. and he goes jean-luc look over here (laughs) (laughs) oh man well terrific without a doubt i've told it before my favorite name story from star trek the experience i'm walking around this voha up in the line this little kid comes running at me Almost runs right into me. Oh, yeah. And he's as hyper as a bean. And, hello there, human. He goes, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, like seriously, he just went gibberish on me. I'm like, oh, that is an interesting language. I do not believe I am familiar with that. Perhaps my universal translator is malfunctioning. And he's like, blah, blah, shut up, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I'm sorry, human. 
I am Voha. What is your name? <laughs> my butthole! <laughs> my butthole in your face! <laughs> <laughs> what, what mean parents <laughs> I almost lost my mind I almost lost my mind I was like I hate and love you more than you'll ever know <laughs> and I was just I just I just had a half, half smirk on my face the rest of the day well that was that was the closing song that you sang at, uh, yeah. at your roast my butthole in your face yeah. mm-hmm. nice. oh it's, it became quite my favorite catchphrase my oh, butthole sure. in your face it's a it's a great diss <laughs> Wow! You know, what, can, what do you say to come back to that? Hey, yeah. my butthole in your face. Yeah. Oh, you've shut me down, <laughs> sir. <laughs> <laughs> the argument to you. Sure. You get detention, get fired. That's yeah. what you say. My butthole in your face. <laughs> yeah, building on Kirsten's story there, uh, I went to the movie theater uh, a few years Don't ago. Don't tell lies. The, uh, no, I did. I really went to the theater. Uh, it was back when it was still rave motion pictures in Town Square. Oh, rave. And the, uh, the cashier... Uh, I, I wasn't paying attention to her name tag, but I pulled my wallet out and I still have my Star Trek uh, wallet. And, and she goes, she's like, oh, you're a Star Trek fan? I'm like, yeah. She's like, my parents named me after uh, Deanna Troy. And I looked up, saw her name tag, said Deanna. And she said, she said yeah, I, I, I was, I think she said she was like 10 before she realized, you know, they told her that they was, that she was named after a character in Star Trek, but she was about 10 before she actually started watching Next Generation. And then she goes, and now that's my favorite character. And I said, well, that's kind of an interesting little story. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, to be named after after the character and then to turn around and, and actually I it, love that, that character. character. Be the, Even though I was tormented by a right. Dorian and an old Klingon all day long at Star Trek <laughs> Experience. <laughs> I was somehow able to push through that trauma oh, and turn man. it around. <laughs> Which makes me wonder, maybe if it's the same person like later on. Could be. Is no this, idea. This How many like Deanna's... Four or five years ago. I bet a lot. Las Vegas. I bet Actually, a lot it's, of Deanna's. It's, it's, a, it's a common kind of western, southern right. name. Of all the Trekkie names, probably the easiest to get away with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not <laughs> Trekkie, but I was uh, or working... Or James. I was working Six Flags Over Georgia with a relatively attractive woman who uh, was named Decree. D-A-C-K-R-E-E. And I'd been working with her for a couple months. I finally said, I've never seen that name before. She goes, well, my parents had friends, and they were expecting the same time. And uh, it was kind of a race to see which baby was born first. They wanted to name me Brandy. But the other people got their name, got, had the baby first, and they took the name Brandy. So my dad looked down the menu and found Decree. Daiquiri. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's a, I'm it's sorry. A, it's, a, it's a pretty name, but when you... Not really. <laughs> Decree's kind of cute. <laughs> no, it sounds no. legal. Maybe she's yeah, cute. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds Tholian. Uh. <laughs> Minister Decree, we have come to pr- pronounce a treaty with you. What for those caps? So you have! So you have! <laughs> Please, Minister, use your universal translator. Do not burn our ears with your... Very painful Tholian tongue. I'll do what I wish, Picard, for I am evil! <laughs> I'm just imagining the flute from the Mr. Show thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining Star Trek set in Bikini Bottom. Gurgles. <laughs> Gurgles the, 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 the bong. bong, yeah. Anything you want to talk about geek-wise before we begin, gentlemen? I saw Inside Out and Jurassic World. Which was your favorite and between the two? Terminator Genesis. Between the three. Yeah. 
Uh, wow, a favorite? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I actually would probably go. Well, I've seen Terminator Genesis twice already, so I'd Whoa, say wow. Terminator right. Genesis. I saw it with the first time. I think. I don't know. Maybe it was the first time. Um, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it was the high, the negative hype, and that's weird. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And I found out that it's, it's. I've heard it's decent. It's yeah. not do- doing a good job at the box office, so it's sort of like oh. Well, I think the negative press has affected it. So yeah. that's, too are just that's too bad. That's too bad because it was it. fun. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I gonna, enjoyed it too. Yeah. Well, I really, it, it I probably liked didn't it. help that the last movie was garbage. Yeah, that's oh, God, much better yeah. than the last movie by far. And it, it oh, pretty man. much. I mean, lost it. It pretty much does. I mean, I don't want to get spoilerific for those few of you who might see it, but it pretty much does a Days of Future Past. Right. Almost exactly. a almost a JJ Trek. Okay. So you really don't have to worry about. The, the fourth movie. Now, we talked about the Cameron fully behind it. Yeah. Saying it's yeah. the official yeah. third story. Sure. Part. And there are tips of the hat to the first two movies all, all over the place. Yeah. Well, with, yeah, with the soundtrack and, and the... Uh, I mean, they're just little bit... I, I hesitate to, to mention any of them because it would definitely spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it yet, but... There's, there's little... I mean, like, little small, tiny details throughout the film that harken back to the first two films. So now uh, I want to see it. It's it's yeah. Somebody yeah, see it. Whoever wrote the script did their homework. Yeah. I mean, oh, they yeah. they even must have screened those first two films a thousand times they because even, yeah, little they, subtle tiny little things. They even found an actor that looked a little like Bill Paxton to play the part he played. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, definitely go see Terminator Genesis. I think you'll enjoy it if you like the. The first two films mm-hmm. definitely go see it. Jurassic World was okay. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed that. I like Chris Pratt, although actually he's not the protagonist really of the movie. Um, so I I did like it, but I'm I'm just it, it wasn't anything that that rocked my boat. So they pulled a Frozen on you, huh? Okay. Where the well the where the preview is all about the snowman and a moose, and they're like. Yeah, bar- oh, barely yeah. in the film. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, Which, well, my friend Bean was so pissed off at the movie for many reasons, but that was like the first thing he mentioned. It's like they're hardly in a movie. Screw you. <laughs> well, Snowman and Moose is coming out. Yeah, is it good? Yeah, it sounds better. It's a sequel to Scarecrow, and Mrs. King. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I am Snowman. I am Moose. We, today right. together, <laughs> we are, a rocky we are Snowman, Snowman and Moose. Kill Snowman and Moose. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, and uh, Inside Out was fun. In fact, just today when I went out to eat, I'm pretty sure I saw the uh, this, the uh, model reference for sadness. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> at the restaurant. Aww. She pretty much looked like her, except Aww. she wasn't blue. <laughs> oh, I Yet. thought you said she was blue. Yet. God, oh, you I mean color-wise. Okay. I'm still remembering when we went and saw we the whole group of us <laughs> yeah. went and saw Terminator Salvation in no, the theater. Yeah, awful. And do, oh, do you think man. that's one of the reasons why uh, Jurassic honestly, World did so well? It's been, it's been that long since we've had a Jurassic movie. Yeah, I think Could that got hurt. Dinosaurs are evergreen, yo. Yeah. And they completely all the the previous stuff is is Chris Pratt, who everyone loves after Guardians of the Galaxy. This is true. Apparently, kids are just absolutely eating it up. Right, so babies well, love dinosaurs. dinosaurs. No, I know, but I mean, like, as far as like <laughs> new too young, too young to have seen the first three films. Like, like you said, evergreen dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah well, that which, was which one of the why criticisms. It. It's definitely playing into what of, Paul just said. Of Genesis, I heard was it's like, oh, you have to you have to know the first two movies to get all the inside jokes. And I was sort of like, but 
No, it, you don't. It, it, I don't see why people... How does that keep people from going to the movie? It enhances the experience. It yeah. does not... I don't see how that gets in the way of going to the movie. It is not a critical so. part of the going, movie I'm very going sad it, 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 it didn't do better. It didn't... Well, yeah. Carson, you don't tell an American they have to work for their entertainment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what I say. Any other things you want to bring up, gentlemen? Um, My lunch. Wharf. Yeah, I smelled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you evacuated some of it. I, uh, I dropped the bomb in there today. <laughs> wow. Uh, just I'll be, I'll be at the con and I'll I'll have a fact checked on Andy on my badge somewhere. So you can see him me. with the ugly couch show t shirt. Oh wait, you oh, can't. Yeah. Uh, Never mind. Those are available. He can buy his own. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Buy your own. Now yeah. it's Andy's fault. I, okay. <laughs> I wasn't complaining about it. <laughs> I well, never mind. We'll get that later <laughs> off or off the air. Anything else, my friends? No, I, go forward. I don't think I did anything. I finally played a little more Mortal Kombat. I like that. It's enjoyable. That's it's a good, good game. game. If I wasn't playing Witcher 3, I'd be playing it. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. You haven't had a day off. Have any of you played no, Witcher 3? No, it's been a long time. time. <laughs> yeah. I, I finally squeezed in two hours two nights ago, and uh, that's been the only time. Yeah, and that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so busy. I'm at 84% on Arkham Knight. I mean, you touched it's it last 10%. week. 10%. Yeah. Oh, one, one thing I will throw out. Uh, I've been. I got onto a Godzilla Jones last week, and uh, Godzilla my, Jones. That is yeah. my favorite. That is my absolute Godzilla Jones. Yeah. A yeah. very, yeah. very, yeah. very yeah. exploitation. Yeah. Not many people know about that exploitation yeah. character. Yeah. Um, a real grindhouse staple. Who's the cat? Who's forty <laughs> stories tall? <laughs> Stopping people everywhere he goes. <laughs> Who's the cat breathing fire out his mouth? Jones. Who's the cat with? Cars between his toes. <laughs> Godzilla. He's a thriller. Hush Godzilla. your mouth. He's a motherfucking killer. Godzilla. Mm. But uh, that was that was triggered by a podcast called Kaiju Cast. Fun. There are these guy. Uh, this guy. He does. It's basically everything kaiju. Just giant monster. Uh, Man in suit. He talks about. He talks about um, all the Godzilla movies as well as Gamora and the lesser known ones. And um, he's actually he's doing a pretty good job. I stumbled on the Kaiju cast because that guy is the new producer of Rachel and Miles. Oh, oh yeah. So they, they okay. mentioned him on like their last podcast or so when he started taking over. And I just started listening. This guy, he's, he's like 80 or 90 episodes into it already. Uh, he's been around for a couple years, and I definitely recommend it if you have Godzilla interest. Did you like the new one? The new... Godzilla. Oh, yeah. I just saw a new batch of uh, giant ones at Toys R Us today. If you're, oh. If you're in the market. Oh, oh. They're fucking huge. Like how, how big? Wow. Um, how, like up to your what? The like visual doesn't help the... <laughs> 18 inch? About 18 yay high. About yay high to a grasshopper. About 18 inch tall. They're wow. Long, 18 inch. Man. They're oh, big. They're big Shevitz. figures, dude. That's what she said. They're big figures. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, yay. Boy. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? There's a surprising amount of news pre, pre Comic Con. What? Oh. Hey, hmm. Yeah, everybody's trying what? to spoil it for the panels and stuff. I guess so. So so, so be let's it. spoil it. Yeah, news you don't give a shit about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Except Paul. He's got plenty of shit to give. I guess he does. No end to Spoil it. Spoil it like the Easter egg in the couch in July. <laughs> like an Easter egg in the couch. Oh, boy. <laughs> That, that that could be... That's a decent actual that's, description. That's the biography <laughs> of my ass. <laughs> oh, man. The Easter an, egg in the couch. Easter egg in the couch. A in biography July. of Paul's colon. <laughs> the Easter egg in the couch in July. Well, some kind of... I remember one time in our apartment, uh-huh. ages ago, yeah. I'm sitting watching TV one afternoon, and my leg is itching. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn, what the hell did I run into? Did I brush up again? And then my, my thigh's itching. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I'm just like, god damn, what's this, an ant? There's another ant? Another, what the fuck? And I look, and there's a trail running from the front door mm-hmm. across our living room right up to the couch. Yep. <laughs> and so I took apart the couch, and we had a <laughs> salad bar buffet <laughs> underneath those couch co- we i can't even <laughs> there were some foods i couldn't even identify i'm i'll i'll cop to some of that that we had but dropped I in say, there uh, yeah we all we all had a part it, it was that, <laughs> we all had our part to we, play. we we, we, we were younger a, men yes we were younger foolish <laughs> fo- more foolish men <laughs> we were young and foolish yeah. and so we had food in our couch we did <laughs> we did we did we cared not for the ways of the world Oh man! Toss that food to the couch. It was something. <laughs> Damn. Well, I tell you, I don't have that problem with dogs anymore. Yeah, that food goes it's gone in a second. <laughs> oh, the dogs don't spoil. Okay, no, any scrap that goes <laughs> anywhere. Right. Ants don't like dogs. dogs. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you don't give a shit about uh, screenwriter Andrew Nichol. Now, this is the guy who wrote Gattaca and The Truman Show. Okay, decent pedigree. Yes. Has been hired by Lionsgate to bring the world of Monopoly to theaters near you. Here's the current plot. Wait, I want to play the shoe. It's the role I was born to play. Yeah, you're right, it is. Yeah. <laughs> this is the current plot of the story. Quote, Monopoly is being envisioned as a family-friendly tentpole. The story centers on a boy from Baltic Avenue. Oh, no. <laughs> Who uses both... This is really happening. Oh, wait. Who uses both chance and community Mm. in a quest to make his fortune, taking him on an adventure-filled journey. It's all about making your own luck and what makes you truly rich and avoiding jail time. Unquote. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Chance and community. Really? For Baltic Avenue. You know where he's going to end up. Under the boardwalk. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I was going to say it. <clears throat> Actually, I, th- I think he's going to get to boardwalk, but he realized he's happy with Illinois Avenue. No, he's going to roll one short and end up in uh, luxury tax. Uh, we, we know he won't go to jail. Oh, I think. Oh, oh he'll go to jail. That's he'll totally go to jail. It's Monopoly. Then he's going to get free parking. I was going to say, how many times yeah. is he going to pull into free a Free parking is a myth, parking. sir. <laughs> it's not part of the rules. Free parking is not a myth. You mean the the the, the free parking pot? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the lottery. Was. That was invented, but that's that space that's, that's exists. A house rule. And it's is an awful one too. Is there an official compilation yeah, of all the that goofy house forever. rules for Monopoly? Oh, or is there sure. Just stuff online? Yeah. In fact, I think that was actually published in a book. Like, yeah. there's a history of Monopoly, and it also gives all the extra the rules. Yeah, that it makes sense. The way to play it. The book. Yeah. Now, you mean the novelization of the movie? Yes. Yes. By Alan Dean Foster. Of course. I, I was going to say Alan <laughs> Dean Foster. I really was. You know what? I would love to figure out a way to uh, to turn that into 
uh, concept. Just figure out what magic cards would be best ah. to be included. Give everybody a similar deck, maybe. They just need to make a physical cold set. They, they do, and they could. They could. I'm missing the word. The what? The cold set. It's cold Magic and set. Monopoly. It's a video game. Oh, okay. It's amazing. Instead of buying a property, you put basically a possessed hotel, which is a monster, on the property. Okay. So when somebody wants to come onto your land, if they don't want to pay the rent, they have to fight your hotel. They do have a, a, the doom that came in uh, Atlantic City. Let's not talk about that horrific thing. I actually saw what? it. I saw the it. doom I saw that it. came to Atlantic City. That's that, that's that Kickstarter project that that guy was slapped on the wrist for a couple of weeks ago. Oh, but I saw it, and when I saw it in a comic store here locally. Yeah, yeah, because because another company picked it up and completed uh, okay. it. Yeah. Okay. So, so maybe that has a tinge of it. Doom that came. I know it's a Monopoly spinoff. Okay. So. And with a Cthulhu theme. But it's still not Coldcept. Coldcept. Please come out with a new Coldcept for the future systems. Now, here's a point where the video would help. You're talking about Cthulhu. I've got a gummy worm hanging in your mouth and dun, talking. Dun, 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 well, actually, you were talking about Cthulhu while he had a gummy worm. He was talking about monsters with a worm out of his mouth. No, you don't give a shit about... Looks like both Michael Keaton and J.K. Simmons have exited legendary and universal pictures Kong Skull Island. Good. Yeah. Run to, from that monkey. Due to scheduling conflicts, production in the upcoming movie set to be helmed by uh, Jordan Vokes Roberts from a script by John Gattins and Max Bornstein has been pushed back a couple of weeks from the fall to the winter. However, shooting w- would still still start before the end of this year. Tom Hiddleston is still on board. But that means that two-thirds of the movie's main cast have left the project. Uh, the King Kong-inspired movie is said to be a fully immersive experience in the mysterious and dangerous primordial home of the legendary ape as a team of explorers venture deep inside Skull Island. Okay. Mm, whatever. Grape ape. Um, <clears throat> grape ape. That would be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> inside, there's just grape ape. Right. It's, it's actually a reboot of grape ape. It's the great grape bigly, bigly. ape. Yikes, a gorilla. <laughs> and news you don't give a shit about. Uh, this. Oh, this. Oh, that. Oh, this. Oh, that. That. This, that. It appears there is going to be a remake of the 1983 movie Cujo. No. Uh, Cujo is based on Stephen King's 1981 novel, and the story follows the wrath of a St. Bernard that was once a good dog, contracts rabies, and becomes a killing machine. As for the reboot make... The title has been changed to the acronym K-U-J-O with dots after each letter. Oh, God. Which is said to stand for Canine Unit Joint Operations. So the K stands for Canine. Uh, nice. C. No, Cujo's with a C. You said K. You did, actually. I did. You did. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, can't, I, I don't know letters. I can read words. <laughs> sure. Letters. I was going to say, wow. Individual letters are tough. Yeah, I get that. Oh, Canine words Unit Joint hard. Operations. Words are hard, dude. Uh, the latest update comes via press release focused on uh, actor DJ Perry from Ghost Town, the movie, signing on to star. The character he'll play is not revealed, though if you recall the 83 adaptation, the main characters consist of a mother, played by Dee Wallace, and her son, Danny Pintaro, and the killer St. Bernard. Uh, he could be the husband, father, or the uh, sheriff, perhaps. Uh, this is what uh, Lang had to say about the actor in the release. Uh, DJ Perry sets a new refreshing standard from the typical Hollywood actors. Besides being extremely talented, DJ does stunts, martial arts, and can stop bullets with his teeth. He does it all, unquote. Uh, 
Uh, Last Town's going to be great if Cujo's armed in this version, which yeah could be. Uh, well, this seems like the furthest from a Stephen King yeah. piece since Lawnmower Man. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, obviously they they figured the first movie didn't do so well because it was a, a mother trying to protect her child from a Saint Bernard. So now it has to be a soldier with nothing left to lose. I have protecting never from dogs of the government. I've never seen the film. Does the kid survive in the film? Yes. It it was uh, Hollywood Five. Okay. Yeah. They 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 switched it up. Mm. But oh, spoiler, <laughs> they switched it spoiler, up. Sorry, they did everyone. a twist. They did yeah. a twist. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's one uh, book and movie I still have not seen. Like the, one of the few of really? the Stephen King canon I don't. Cujo was the first Stephen King book I read. Yeah. yeah, I've seen the movie. I've not read the book. I know it's bleak. Obviously, bleak. yeah, yeah. I, uh, I I probably said this before. I find Stephen King's short stories wonderful, and I find his uh, novels a little hard to get through. Like plotting. Yeah. Yeah. There's exceptions, it's, but yeah. there is, but you're not the first to raise that yeah. statement. For goodness sakes, I love the stand. Stand is great. Yep, stand was definitely an exception. It, it's my top. Oh, that the ending is still really weird, and no way you can film that. <laughs> <laughs> and news you don't give a shit about. Maybe you will. Maybe you will. Sometimes I do. Playbill reports that Mary Staltzman, the daughter of the James Bond producer, Harry Saltzman, who jump-started... Mary si- Staltzman is the daughter of Harry Saltzman? Sorry, yeah. I, I added a T in there somewhere. I'm Mary Staltzman. You may know me as the daughter of Mar- Mr. Saltzman, who is also the son of Mr. Kaltzman. His father, James Blaltzman, brought the first salt to America. <laughs> it's a family tradition. And changed his name to Saltzman. And now I'm a salsacist. Every 20 years, Salsa. I have to decide which letter to add. It's difficult. <laughs> it's a big family decision. Well, that's why we sold the company to the Broccolis. And uh, they've, uh, she has secured the rights for a stage show. Oh, what? Which will include a brand new storyline. Of a Bond? Of James Bond. Oh, James Bond on the stage. Some familiar Bond villains. <laughs> and some new ones. Oh, please tell me it's a musical. Please as tell well me it's a musical. As well as its own new Bond girl. Mm. The book will be by novelist Dave Clark, and music and lyrics will be by composer J. Henry White. Yeah. Nice. Yes. There you go. James Bond, the musical. Mm-hmm. The production is looking at a late 2017 or early 2018 debut on Broadway. Or in Las Vegas. Mm. The nah. man with the golden voice. Huh? 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 You only sing twice. Octave pussy. Octave pussy. pussy. For the win. Yes. For the win. That's a good one. Octave pussy. Wow. Uh, octave uh, pussy. Thunderballs. No, no. <laughs> there you go, Andy. Thank you. Thank you. Stuff, Here Andy. I was. I opted right out. Out of saying for your ears only. <laughs> oh yeah, there it is. For your ears only. He's got to fight doctor. He's got to fight doctor. Note. Doctor. Oh, hey, yeah. doctor. Note. Damn it, Todd's oh, totally winning this here. one. We got some good ones here. What else we got? Oh, it's gonna take a little digging. It is. Scaramouche. <laughs> now you're just throwing out words. No, it's Scaramungas and Mother Golden Gun. From Russia with song. <laughs> From Russia with song. Okay. Mm, meh. Not my best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Something with the diamonds are forever. Come on, come on, work it. <laughs> Bright like a diamonds are forever. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Rio. Oh. No, wow. yeah. no, I brought the pain. No, yeah. Well, at least he didn't do Lucy in the sky with diamonds were forever. <laughs> I'd watch that. James Bond on acid. Oh, wait, they've done that already. Yeah. You see the original Casino Royale? Holy crap! Oh yeah. Wee. The uh, the spoof. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Weekend geek. Hey, mm. stuff we care about Yay. now. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Although it's easier to mock the stuff we don't care about. Uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, these are the guys behind the Lego Movie and Twenty One Jump Street, have signed on to direct a Han Solo origin movie that will focus on the early days of young Han Solo and how he became the smuggler, thief, and scoundrel. The film will mark the second anthology film after the Death Star plan heist pick Rogue One. The screenplay is being written by Star Wars legend Lawrence Kasdan and John Kasdan. Ooh. Uh, the Han Solo oh, prequel. Boner. <laughs> that woke Paul right up. <laughs> and, and and at what point is Chris Platt going to film this in between all the other stuff he's doing? <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Well, he's going to be Indiana Jones, right? Uh, I know there's rumblings, but there's nothing official. <laughs> nothing official, except for the fucking movie that just made a billion dollars. I yeah. thought they were going to make Shia LaBeouf may... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that is a glare of death. I love Hardwick's comment on <laughs> that guy is uh, at so midnight. Strange. He is when, so strange now. Not it, that he wasn't before, but such an odd duck. <laughs> when Hardwick was talking to the to the the girl that was in on the panel that was in the uh, it, in the Jurassic World, he's like, "That movie made like another two hundred million dollars this weekend." Just, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's like every weekend yeah. it makes like another fifty to hundred million. It's crazy. It's, this is the fourth weekend, right? Since it's been out, or third? Uh, third. Has Shia just Crazy. cracked, or is he is he now just in the embodiment of performance art? I think it's a combination of all that stuff. You think if, he's gone full Crispin Glover? No. If you had enough money, and you wanted, I, I think you know, I think he. I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> maybe I don't, maybe I don't he care. caved. Maybe I don't even he, care to his to know his motivations. Maybe he, he caved to all the hate. You know, there's a lot sure. of the boof hate I out mean, there. But th- there is. But there's now this underswelling of internet cultdom that's kind of sure. rising him yeah, back up in fine. positivity. Good for him. So he's yeah. he's finding a new audience. Uh, but the Han Solo pre- uh, prequel film is tentatively set for a May twenty fifth. 2018 release. So All right. Officially, right. Han, okay. Han Solo prequel. We're going to have to start calling him Chris Watts. He pretty much already played Han Solo, right? Right. So, no brainer. Uh, writer and director Paul Feig is now well into production on his all-female reboot of Ghostbusters, starring Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon, and Leslie Jones as the team of paranormal exterminators. So far, the only confirmed supporting actor in the film is Chris Hemsworth, who will play the team's receptionist. But now new reports have added not one, not two, but five more people to the cast, actually a sixth since I wrote this, including a a new mayor of New York, the rap reports that Oscar-nominated actor Andy Garcia has been cast as the mayor in the film. The rap also reports that Michael K. Williams, an acclaimed character actor best known for his work in the HBO series Boardwalk Empire and The Wire, has joined the film, though his role is not specified. Rounding out the new casting report are Veep co-star Matt Walsh, who will play a character called Rourke, 
And uh, uh, McKinnon and Jones Saturday Night Live castmate Cicely Strong, also an unnamed role, and longtime New York One news anchor Pat Kiernan, who will play a news anchor. And also announced just a couple of hours ago, Feig has added Neil Casey, who is an SNL writer, as the film's villain, a character named Rowan. Uh, Ghostbusters hits the theaters July 22nd, 2016. So this has moved off of the news. I don't give a shit to the news. I'm actually kind of interested. I want to see this now. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm really curious as I'm, what this I'm, does. I'm off the hate on this. I'm like, go court. Show me something impressive. Uh, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah, it should be fine. I mean, it's... It's got enough talent in it that, yeah, it, exactly. it, it, you know, even if the script is a little weak, it that should carry over. So, yeah. Remakes don't take anything away from the old ones. Nope, they still Man, exist. Seriously, yeah. I just watched the Conan movies. That new Conan movie was awful. Yeah. But the mm-hmm. old Conan movies are still awesome. I remember being very glappy about it. Who cares? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they were totally glappy. And, uh, but it got me back on them old Conans. That still sounds. Although Red right. Sonja is a tough watch now, <laughs> it's a terrible. Didn't, film. didn't hold up. It's not terrible. <laughs> it is a terrible film. Okay, it that's, your, I've that's never on even you. That. Oh, really? You've never, never watched Red Sonja? You've never seen Red Sonja? You, you are nope. such a Conan. You know what? Fan I don't think I have either. Right? That you have not watched. Red I'm Sonja. a Robert E. Howard yes. fan, and there you, you heard that that translation was so bad. Well, the 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 comic Red Sonja is not Robert E. Howard's character. Yeah, it's Frank so. Thomas. But it's based on his... It's based on a character he wrote, yeah. Right. But it's... Um, there are differences. I, and there, as, there, a kid, there, as a kid, I loved Red Sonja. Right. Watching book. it just a couple weeks ago? Well, sure. Oh, movie. It's all right. <laughs> I also... I have a problem with Bridget Nielsen. So What's she, your problem with Bridget Nielsen? Oh, she doesn't return his calls. Flavor Flav? She insulted his father. Oh, jeez. The the issue I have with Red Sonia and it, I mean it's it's talked about if you read any of the behind the scenes stuff on it is you can definitely tell where they shoehorned in all the extra scenes with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He wasn't originally supposed to be more than just a bit player in the film, but they kept adding more scenes with him as the film went on. So you so mean his character Calidor? Yes. So Calidor. so as you watch the film, you'll see where they have basically cut him into the the film it's like so a I jump like, cut and the lighting no is no i mean it's it's like it's wedged in it it just you doesn't seem it to though, make it and i can't believe you haven't seen it yes it's right up your alley dude i cannot stand bridget nielsen and so uh, much that i i mean i think you can ignore her for most of it. there's a lot of other really cool she's the main character on. so you <laughs> also <laughs> thank you andy <laughs> but you can ignore her does that mean you are also not a fan of beverly hills cop too um, uh she I, plays a prominent role in that. Yeah, but she's the villain, and she gets killed. <laughs> True enough. <laughs> there you go. Yes, All right. You know. So I've never seen Red Sonja. Me neither. What so, in the hell so, is going on with this podcast? I, I don't know where uh-oh. I am right now. <laughs> we're dangerously close to Paul going, okay, we're going to watch Red Sonja Seriously, as soon as we're we done. Are. No, I would love it. I would love it if we could. You, you know what? The first 20 minutes is fun. It's crazy. Do you know what happens? Apparently spoilers. not. Spoilers. <laughs> no, no. You're going you're gonna to make us watch it and give us spoilers? <laughs> He's really making us pay the price. I just remember the what, what shit. It? it really, I really remembered it as a no, kid. No, 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 no. None of this geek waterboarding. No. You can't do both to us. Geek <laughs> It's cool, man. It's cool. There's this ancient amulet. He's going to do it anyway. Not anyways. an amulet. It's this ancient thing. This ball of power. A ball of power? <laughs> and they got to seal the ball of power away, right? They got to hide the ball of power. 
I got that problem. They and stole that from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Aren't good enough. <laughs> only, only these these select Vestal virgins can keep the ball oh, of power for safe. Sake. See, and you know, see, man, I love this shit. Oh I love my it. God. So, it's, so it's He Man, right? That's why you love it. Yeah, okay. you're, run, you're running down the checklist of everything that is. Spoil wrong. it all you want. We're not watching. So that here's now. what happens. Here's what happens. So they, so the baddies come into the temple and they just wreck shop. They just kill all these these poor defenseless ladies, and. There's this pit, this this seal, this pit that seals shut. Ah, right where the ball was kept, but they've stolen the ball, and they just unceremoniously chuck about fifty of these women into this hole, and I, it just freaked me out as a kid. Well, because because you can hear it's, about, it's ah! a fall to the temple for and, putting a big hole. And in here's the, the thing, and, though, and Bridget Nielsen eats them all. No, one of one of them was Bridget Nielsen's sister. <laughs> <laughs> Not Bridget Nielsen's real sister. Red Sonia's sister. Anyway, they, they toss him into the hole. And you can hear him going, oh, oh, oh. Because they're, you know, it's not a <laughs> bottomless hole. That's formed Paul's sexuality. It's, it's, <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. It still gives me a semi. <laughs> it's a hole full of women. 50 wounded virgins 50 in a hole is your fetish. in a hole, dude. 50 it's wounded not a virgins bad start in a to hole. The day. So they're all chucked into this hole, and they're all like, oh, oh, oh. And it is. It's very, it's very uh, women's tennis match. And they're like, <laughs> they're all, they're all, oh, 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 oh. And then so you go they shut say. the hole. And it's so crazy because they're like, oh, they're going to seal them all in the hole. And they're like, no, ah! and they cry out one last time, and then conk, and it's gone. It's really effective. I really like it. <laughs> so Paul is up at the alien cat house, saying to the nice alien hooker, "Can you pretend to be a wounded virgin in a hole for me?" <laughs> My God, I like that scene better in Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> You'd like this, oh. Kirsten. Oh God, it's cool. And the Kirsten's ball. Cool. Okay, so the ball, right? Wait, Kirsten when they're coming to get the ball. <laughs> when they're coming to get the ball. <laughs> sure. The through. thing is, only women can touch the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I That's say. That's my rule too. <laughs> so, so, so this the the the, the bad lady. This, it's a bad lady is the, is the main villain, and she's all, and she's and she's she's looking at one of her henchmen. I, I she may goes, have let a bad lady touch the ball once or twice. She goes, she goes to one of her henchmen. She's all, touch the ball, and he's all, he's all, and he touches it. He touches it, and boom, it disappears. And everybody's like, what? And she's like, oh, so it's true. <laughs> Only ladies can handle it. <laughs> Only women can touch the ball. Oh. <laughs> now, is there another name for it? They just call it the yeah, ball. Yeah, there's another okay. name for it. I don't remember. It's an orb. Actually, you're selling something. it if they just call oh, it the ball. I wish ball. they did, but <laughs> it's, got, it's got this green glow. It's very Mortal Kombat, too. That's the other thing that I love about it. It is straight up Mortal Kombat crazy So you're shit. saying this movie none of us watch is very similar to bad movies we've seen parts of and don't want to watch. <laughs> Yeah. You have a weird way of selling shit. It's good, though. And some kinky fetishes. It's got Ernie Reyes as a baby. Oh, okay. You know Ernie Reyes? Who's Ernie Reyes? Ernie Reyes is that little kung fu kid. Ended up being one of the Ninja Turtles in Turtles 2. He was actually oh, he was like a in turtle Ninjas, and right? the kid. I don't 
think he was in Three Ninjas. Okay, That's a bunch of white kids. This is Ernie Reyes. He's better. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you'd know him when you see me go. It's not, he, he, he's he, not Three Ninjas. He was in uh, a bunch of old Shokasuji stuff. He was in uh, Revenge of the Ninja as the little kid, as Shokasuji's kid. Okay. That was his first thing. And he just kept kicking ass. Short little dude. Ended up being one of the Ninja Turtles through the live action films. But then he actually was, he was doing double duty as a Ninja Turtle and himself in Turtles 2. What a badass. Secret of the Ooze. Ernie Reyes, everybody. Ernie, Ernie Reyes. Reyes. He plays the little boy emperor. In, uh... You guys, we should watch Red Sonja. <laughs> <laughs> you still haven't sold me on it. Huh? You may have sold me on a weird you know, wounded virgin fetish. I might get into that a little bit. But... <laughs> it's, just, it's just scary. It was really scary. As a kid, I was like, oh, those poor people are stuck in that hole. Forever. <laughs> Forever. Yes. The, the concept of forever is tough for a kid. It is true. And it's like, oh, Cause, damn. Because you've, you've went through summer. Yeah. <laughs> and they're stuck in that hole. 30 days in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm glad Jeff got it. <laughs> Nobody gave him lotion? Huh? Nobody gave him lotion? They've been putting bucket in the lotion and all that. No, oh. no, there's no wow. way to get. There's no way to get back in the hole. It's sealed up. Yeah, that's it. You're fucking done. <laughs> oh, there's so much wrong about that sentence. Carry on. <laughs> Warner's live action Pinocchio movie. Speaking now there's somebody should be in the hole. Speaking of lotion and holes, should this not be in news? We don't give a shit about. <laughs> Starring Robert Downey Jr. What? Okay. Has snagged, has snagged acclaimed writer-director Paul Thomas Anderson to pen what? the big screen fable. Since making Wait. It, this is Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, the, the good one. This is Boogie Nights. Yes. Not Paul and Tom, no, Paul yeah. W. S. Anderson. Not P.T. Anderson. Yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson, the, the good guy. Right. <laughs> This I always is, get as, that as, as, as right. in Magnolia. There will be say blood. Magnolia. Oh shit! Oh my goodness! The master. Oh jeez, Pinocchio! Vice. I'm gonna I'm gonna own Pinocchio now. I'm Fair. gonna own the live action Pinocchio movie. Now well, no you details. Own the that, I, I, that, um, Italian guy, don't you? I'm sorry, there. You have a stroke. Bite on my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> That's not your wallet. <laughs> Every time Andy stammers, we just shove a wallet in his mouth. There you go, Andy. I can walk it speak. off. He can never speak again. I can always taste sweaty leather. <laughs> taste sweaty leather, Andy. Taste sweaty leather. There's your autobiography. Taste never goes away. I only taste sweaty leather. The story of Andy. <laughs> Now, no details of Immersed is if the filmmaker will also leap into the director's chair, but chair. But typically, when he writes a movie, he also directs it. Right. So, so now I'm interested in Pinocchio. Now there's a chance that my husband will be in the show. Yes, there is. There's a, there's a there's a Cheetle chance. Yep. There's a little little chance of Cheetle. <laughs> Now, Disney Studios also has a current live-action Pinocchio project in development, loosely based on its own animated classic, uh, with novelist screenwriter Peter Hedges, who wrote about a boy writing that one. But that, we don't care about that one anymore. Nope. PTA gonna, all the way. That's going to be some Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion bullshit. I, oh, aren't they man. redoing Haunted Mansion again? Yes. yes. Who, Guillermo who, del Toro's behind Oh, that man. Now, here's the thing. Del Toro? Monstrous Mansion fan. Yeah. 
Hopefully he does it he right. He has a room in his house based after the haunted mansion. Hopefully match. he does it right. Oh, so. See, that's a man who knows how to theme out a house. Yes, it is. Oh, I think boy. they've released a book that is just pictures of his house, oh. like a coffee table photo book. Awesome. Oh, I can't wait to have a house. I'm going to trick it the Which fuck Smurf out. Which Smurf is the bathroom themed after? Which Smurf is the bathroom themed no, after? No, the bathroom. The bathroom. The bathroom. Get the wallet. I sweaty leather. the fuck did I turn to Mel Tillis? You're more Pam Tillis. And I'm sorry, everybody under 30 about that. 30? Hell, 40. Mel Tillis references going way overheads. Oh. Oh, boy. I saw Ted. Ted, too. No, just the first, the first one. I what? The first <laughs> well, welcome to this year. Well, welcome to 2013. That movie is weird as fuck. Yeah. What? It's weird, man. Of course one it's moment, weird. it's pretty funny, and then the next, it's hateful and strange and not funny at all, and then it's gross, and then it's all drug humor, which I hate, and then it's hilarious again. God, like, it sounds fuck? like a Seth MacFarlane movie. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Like, like I don't get it. I don't get it. I love, I don't know, whatever. I like a lot of his stuff. I really enjoyed it. it, it had I, some, and the sequel. It had some funny stuff, but I, there's some weird stuff about that movie. What the fuck is Mia Kunis doing with that fool? There's no, it makes no, their relationship is Watch senseless. the sequel. Oh, oh, good. There you go. All <laughs> the unanswered <laughs> questions. They finally break up. That would make sense. I'm just going to say wow. watch the sequel. I'm just going to say they must break up because there's no other sense. Unified Pictures is bringing Vampire Hunter D to television. Vampire Ooh. Hunter what? D. D's nuts. Got him. Got him. Got him. Oh, we have a discussion about this on the podcast. I, I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you heard you. Oh, it came out today? No. Wait, no. You talk about D's nuts no, a lot, no, no. actually. So, so there's, apparently this came from some other video, and I guess the, the, the catchphrase is not got him. It's Gotti. Like Gotti. John Gotti. Like it's something that gangsters exclaim after they have shot someone. Bang, bang, bang. Are you saying Gotti? Gotti? Yeah. Because that's why he's all, Gotti, Gotti, Gotti. Wow. That actually makes it even more sad and pathetic. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Isn't that weird? But that's so that's the whole discussion we had on Ice Cream Social. And Matt was like, fuck yeah. it. We're just saying got him. And I'm with him, too. Yeah, but you were saying a lot about these nuts, the episode pre-Vlasi. Yeah, we're, so we're still on these but nuts. But I, I didn't hear that explanation. <laughs> hey, these nuts is not going anywhere. They're always on these nuts. <laughs> yeah, got him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, Vampire D's Nuts. 2TV, the company will be co-producing the series with Japanese CGI animation studio Digital Frontier, who gave us Resident Evil Degeneration, Tekken Blood Vengeance, and The Mighty Number no. 9. Resident Evil what? Uh, Degeneration. Just going to let that one go. All right, fine. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kikuchi's involved in the project as well as Vampire Hunter D Blood Lust director uh, Yoshiaki Kuraiji. Kur- oh, no. Delicious on sushi. It is. Uh, Hadayuki uh, Kikuchi began writing sure. Vampire Hunter D back in '83. Hadayuki Kuchi Kuchi. And these. <laughs> Kuchi Kuchi. <laughs> Are these, these aren't these aren't Japanese names. These are just excerpts yeah. from a Charo manuscript. I do these stories. They're always brutal. Wait, is that Cheops from Battle of the Planets? Oh yeah, right. The 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 fucked up version of of yeah. Why don't you just spell them out phonetically? That way you don't stumble when you're reading it. I did that already. Did you? Wow. 
But I don't know what a D is. Uh, the story walks, uh, follows D, a half-human, half-vampire called a Domphir, who hunts blood-sucking vampires in the far future. It's set around 12,000 A.D. Uh, post-nuclear world, imagine that. Yeah. The novels got a first animated movie in 85, a uh, second one 15 years later in 2000, named Bloodlust. It was ad- adapted into a series of audio dramas from 88 to 90 before getting a video game adaptation in 99. And in 2007, the Vampire Hunter D novels were adapted as a new manga series. That was uh, my favorite anime for the longest time. The, Vampire the first Hunter. Event, the Everybody first Hunter talked D. about Vampire Hunter D. D. Yeah, I know it by name only. He's got like a. It's it like, it's at the time I remember just being blown away by it. I saw it in college the second time around, so it'd be somewhere around ninety. Yep, ninety three, ninety six, ninety seven. Somewhere. Like a, I guess you're right. Like, like, on. What's that? Uh, kind of like a pilgrim outfit on, like a big purple. No, he has a big, uh, a big, a big long, hat. big hat, yeah. very wide brim hat. You think it'd be a pilgrim hat? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. 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 I, that was around the time when I discovered Uratsu Kudoji, Legend of the Overfiend, and oh all, all else paled in comparison. <laughs> the, the Puritan Hunter D. Oh, boy. Right. That was all right. Uh, Ninja Scroll. That's the other great one of that era. All the good I, I've actually seen that on one. Netflix. Ninja Scroll's a great flick. Yeah. It's one of the better animated films period fists of the north star no thank you <laughs> no thank you nah. you're especially- already dead <laughs> <laughs> especially since we found out about north star in marvel comics so yeah you don't want oh, the fists of the boy. north star here we go here we go <laughs> maybe you do want a fist of the north star <laughs> oh mongo straight <laughs> <laughs> is the porno fist up your north star <laughs> oh oh fist up your starfish <laughs> Fisto, your North Star. Fisto, your North Star. Oh, <laughs> it's getting better. Kit Fisto, the Jedi. Kit Fisto. <laughs> oh, that guy. Oh, Who even? Man. Big squid. Nobody wastes characters like George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. The most interesting shit he did in those prequels was just like throwaway moments of two seconds of, look at that, look at that. I'm serious. I swear, he could have fixed those things if he'd made... Mace Windu and Agent of the Sith like he was. Oh, boy. He chickened out. <laughs> it's the fucking truth. You know it. You all know it. Search your heart. Search your feelings. You know it'll be true. I think you just want it to be that no, it's so true. badly. It's true. It's true. It's true. Dude, it's true. <laughs> Even. <laughs> wow, he said it three times, so I guess. Be. Yeah. I thought Even... that meant Bloody Mary was coming. Even. I... <laughs> That's only if you even with the in North Star. been in front of the mirror three times and it makes Star Wars better. Even in the- <laughs> oh, I would totally put up with Bloody Mary if that would make the movies better. Did you watch the? Did you watch the Clone Wars cartoon? And yeah. Not a lot of it. So even some in, of it. No, no, no. The good one, the Gendy Tarkat. Tar- oh yeah, 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 yeah. Those, those I saw. Right. Yeah. Not the anime. No, not the CGI garbage. That my remember, nephew loves. Remember oh, he? So he, terrible. He crunched. He crunched. Uh, Hand motions do us no good. What's on nuts? Audio. Who crunched? They crunched. Who's nuts? These, these nuts. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Mace Windu crunched on General Grievous. That's why it caused him to be all. <laughs> he almost killed Grievous with the Force. Okay. He's a Sith, man. Grievous is a bad guy. Yeah, but you don't kill. They kill Whatever. them all the they time. Kill all the, time. <laughs> the Jedi? <laughs> yes. Well, but that's a star full of people. That one a Jedi. 
Uh, last I knew it was a Jedi. When? <laughs> they destroyed the Death Star? Yes. Luke? You think Luke was a Jedi in four? <coughs> he was on his way. Oh, gr- okay. I guess that makes him a Jedi. <laughs> Technically, I'm on oh. my way to bakery school. I guess I'm a master fucking chef. <laughs> no. Well, I remember him slicing through <laughs> oh people in... Oh, my God. This is, like, this so, is so, like a clerk wait, wait, wait. scene. Yeah. So, so when Obi-Wan kills... Uh, General Grievous, uh, not Grievous, uh, yeah, in... in Obi-Wan cuts apart Mace Windu. When he, when he has to shoot no, him with the, apart. with the gun and he goes... He kills like, Grievous. Yeah. Yes. He shot him in his heart. Yeah. So and, so Jedis don't kill. And Luke killed a lot of Obi-Wan people. Obi-Wan is a things, shitty uh, Jedi. Luke, yeah, Luke, Luke in episode six. Yeah. On, on, Jabba's, the, on the Jabba's barge. He's slicing people left and right, tossing true. them in the, the Sarlacc pit. That's true, but he gave him some time. <laughs> Paul, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> he gave him a chance. He straight up was like, "Jabba." Well, as, as opposed, oh, and Mace didn't give Grievous a chance. He just fucking walked up to him and said, "You know, Mace didn't give Django a chance." That's what leads me to believe he's a Sith. Wait, I don't remember him being in that movie at all. You understand what's really going on with it. Django Fett is the only. I've told this a thousand times. I don't have to. I'll do it though. Damn I it. like to talk well, about. How many it. times do I have to tell you? I'll do it. Here Django Fett is the missing piece of the puzzle. The only person who knows who gave the secret orders to the Kaminoans to create the clone army. He knows the identity of General of of Sifo-Dyas, Whoever Sifo-Dyas actually was. Maybe it was Sidious. Maybe it was you know, A.K.A. Palpatine. Maybe it was someone else. We don't know. It was Sifo-Dyas. Who the fuck even knows, right? He's the only one that has that information clear and cut away. First thing Mace Windu does when he jumps on Genosis is walks right up and cuts the man's head off in cold fucking blood. Severing the possibility of him ever telling who started the clone army. You I love all, alternate theories. I love your theory. You got all serious on right. me and cut my Django and Chain joke apart. I couldn't go back to chain. it. <laughs> I I just I think you give Lucas far too much credit. No, I, I give I him think, not enough credit for chickening out and not I think he yet again was like, Oh, I guess I better not have yet another black villain in my movies. I keep making all my villains black, then people might start to talk. I don't know. <laughs> Who is who is the first black villain? Darth Vader. There was a crusty old white man wait, underneath wait, 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 his wait, wait, beautiful wait. black vision. You're right. I would you're say right. pasty. You're right. So, wait, wait, I'm going back to where you said Mace Windu kills Django Fett in cold blood. Yes. Did Django not Django Fett shoot at him repeatedly? Maybe as he's walking yeah. up to him with a <laughs> drawn lightsaber, about to cut his head off. <laughs> No, he held him hostage with the lightsaber. It wasn't until they were on the battlefield that Django is shooting at him repeatedly, and he's no, no, no. He kills the, him up there in the I hangout zone. No, he zone. does not. Yeah, he he does. No, it's in the it's in the arena. He kills no. him in the arena. Yeah, I don't believe it's it. in the arena. Yes, I don't believe it. Yeah, because that's where oh the kid picks God. up the helmet. Yeah, okay. I know it's where the kid picks up the helmet, but because it knocks the helmet into the arena, of what I remember. It's not baseball. You I remember, remember nothing apparently. <laughs> well, I, I don't blame how. you. I've yeah, only right. seen the movie maybe twice in my life. Yeah, yeah. Django is like shooting at. At Mace as up, he's running towards no, him, what I remember and is like he's he goes, using yeah. his lightsaber to deflect right the laser he, blast. I got to watch it again, but I remember he goes right up there, and he just cuts Django's head off, and Dooku is like feet away from him. 
this week on Poorly Remembered Theater. And doesn't, <laughs> and doesn't pull any shit. <laughs> he comes up behind him. He has the lightsaber lit, and he says, call it off, Dooku. Poorly Remembered Theater. I don't theater. know. But he Poorly does not kill Jango it. until much later in the Maybe. film. Maybe. Once the entire wow. Jedi army, or the Jedi... Uh, Paul's have, theory is collapsing before yeah. his eyes. Oh, no, <laughs> it's like, true. I remember incorrectly. No, no it's true. Cause, and then the other thing, of course, is when he goes into the place where Yoda the thing and the stuff Yoda is <laughs> is is being channeled by no Yoda is channeling Qui-Gon Jinn and when Mace Windu enters his meditation chamber the connection to the light side of the force is lost because he's a Sith Lord unexpectedly he's like oh where did he go yeah he, bra- he breaks up the connection and when who is the only person that Anakin tells about the Sith infiltration. Mace uh, well, Windu. I'll tell you what, why don't, and he goes, he goes, a Sith Lord? You better let me handle this. Don't tell anyone <laughs> else. And secrets are... He turned into Shaft in the middle yep. of it all? He's all Sith <laughs> with, when, Tara, when Tara and I watch the machete cut before yeah. the upcoming film, I'm going to watch it with that in mind. I, Watch with, it just specifically knowing going just that. So, okay, let's go. Mace Windu is an agent of the Sith. So I, I will take that journey. He is. I'll, I'll, I'll do it too because I got to watch it with Frankie. So okay. Because yeah. again, yeah. I love these these great film alternate explanations. He's an agent of the Sith, man. So I'm willing to jump on board with this. It's true, and I think that final confrontation could have been a whole power struggle thing, and he just rewrote it at the end. Could have been like, I'm supposed to be the new Sith Lord. Your time is over. Get ready to go out the window. I like your Palpatine. You're going right out the window. (laughs) I had this window put here just for you. I didn't need a window. I could have used force energies. Ultimate power. I put real glass in here. Still a better script than Lucas's. Real glass. (laughs) Just to fucking throw you through real glass. Get it? Feel it. Feel it. It's the only real piece of this set. It's candy glass. Candy glass. (laughs) Oh, God. In my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Great. She's working on the Spearmint Rhino tonight. (laughs) What? She's working on the Spearmint Rhino tonight. Candy glass. (laughs) Candy glass. To the to stage three, candy glass. <laughs> stage three, candy glass. Coming up on the main stage, rotten vagina. <laughs> rotten vagina. <laughs> Give it up for what? Whoops. Oh, sorry, guys. Went off script there. Went off script. Sorry. There are some poor clubs in town. I will say. Mercedes. Mercedes. Not rotten vagina. Not at all. Not at all. There's a new horror project underway at Sci-Fi from the combined creative minds of Chronicle writer Max Landis and Hannibal TV writer Nick Antosca. It's a new anthology TV show called Channel Zero. The concept of the new series is somewhat based on Ryan Murphy's American Horror Story and sees a brand new narrative in the course of each new season. Unlike American Horror Story... Channel Zero, at least in its first season, will be based on an existing storyline rather than a purely fictional one. Season one will be based on Chris Straub's Candle Cove, 
which tells this tale of a mysterious 1980s children's TV program and the show's role in a slew of murders and one man's deep, dark secret. Straub's story originally began online as part of a global internet project known as Creepypasta, where online users share horror stories and try to scare the bejesus out of each other. Since he's currently busy with the series of projects that include the upcoming horror movie Victor Frankenstein, starring Daniel Radcliffe and James McAvoy, Landis will only produce and oversee the new series along with and, uh, and Tosca, who will be writing. So that's the second creepypasta-based horror TV show we discussed I in the last couple of months. I think we're about due for another Twilight Zone. I think we're due for another anthology horror series. It's going to come any minute now. You know, I agree with that, especially, but, you know, it, it makes me wonder, though, because they've tried Twilight Zone twice since the original series. So go is back it, to the Night Gallery. Is it, what's there the, uh, what's the British one? Is it Black Mirror, Dark Mirror? Uh, yeah, Black Mirror. Black it's, Mirror. It's very Twilight zone It is. You, you watch And it. incredible, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I haven't, I haven't seen all of them yet, but, is yeah. Is there a third season out there somewhere? It's just not on It's not Netflix on Netflix yet. yet. Yeah. Some but they're not very shit, big man. seasons. They're really no, small seasons. Three little episodes. Uh, Marvel has announced they have cast actress Elodie Young, who played Jinx in G.I. Joe Retaliation and had a role in District 13 Ultimatum as Elektra in the second season of Daredevil. Oh, yeah. She looks great, actually. She looks really like the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Uh, said executive producer. That's his girlfriend. Said executive producer and head right? of Marvel Television, Jeff Loeb. Uh, paired with Charlie as Matt Murdock, the two will bring one of the most beloved and tumultuous comic book relationships to life. Yeah, that's his life. girlfriend. She's his lover and his enemy. And she's a ninja? With yeah. all the accompanying yeah. sparks and spectacular accent sequences the show is known for. Did she get with, uh, what's his name? Stick? No. No. Wolverine? Maybe, I don't know. No. Okay. I'll take Kirsten's. Not, not in any book Kirsten. I've read, but it could be. You I know, believe who knows? Kirsten. Sex, second season of Daredevil. Sexy, will, season. sexy season of Daredevil will be yeah, available yeah. exclusively on Netflix sometime in 2016. Sexy season, y'all. So we got Punisher as a villain uh, and Electra somewhere. I got to wait for 2016 for more Daredevil? God damn it. And uh, and Bullseye. Dude, 2016 bu- is right official? the corner. I thought it was, wasn't it? Jason, yeah. Jason Statham's Jason Statham. uh, Bullseye. Um. What? I understand. What? Is that official? What? I, I think so. you said it. What? Because my understanding is that it was moving toward that, then he backed out. Oh, mother! We didn't hear the back boy. out part. You so. didn't say the back out part. You never gave us that news. Wow. And we get all of our geek You're news from you. Breaking my heart, Torgo. Yeah, my understanding is that I don't remember bringing Statham to this. You did. Did I? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, Torgo. Yeah. Jason Statham may have hearts. dropped out of. Daredevil negotiations. God oh. damn it. Who is he supposed to play? Daredevil. Bullseye. Season oh, okay. two drops Jason Statham from Bullseye Talk. Well, he apparently crushed it in that uh, spy movie with what's her name? Lady Crush? Spies. Spy. The, the one that just came out. The one that oh, just came with out. The, uh, uh, McCarthy? Yes. yes. Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy. He apparently really did a great job in that. So, um,. I guess maybe he's gone to go, oh, no, I don't think I'll be doing television again. Thank you very much. I'm Jason Statham. I'm the goddamn juggernaut. Aren't they making another transporter? Didn't I see a poster and for transformer? that? Yeah, I'm Trans- sure they're making another transporter. Not, yeah, transporter, not transformer. Transporter! <laughs> I think they already Taking made one, things but to with places. a different actor. Transporter! I think there's a TV series too, but I think they're making a new making movie. Making deliveries. 
Transporter! Where's this need to go? Transporter! <laughs> it's been months since Dynamite Entertainment announced a new line of James Bond comics. Oh! That would include everything from adaptations of the original Ian Fleming novels to uh, origin stories set before Casino Royale. I just coughed wait, wait, up wait. some Ian Fleming. Are they musical comics? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something we haven't seen yet, is it? Uh, the company announced that its first ongoing Bond series, James Bond 007, will debut in November to coincide with the release of the next Bond film, Spectre. The series will be written by British comic great Warren Ellis with art by rising star Jason uh, Masters. Uh, Ellis behind Trans- Transmetropolitan and Planetary. Uh, Jason Masters behind Batwoman, Futures End, and Wolverines. Here's the first official synopsis of the first arc, which is called Varger. I'm sorry? Varger. What? Varger? Varger. <laughs> V-A-R-G-R. <laughs> no, that's Vigur. <laughs> Viger. 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 Uh, James Bond returns to London after a mission of vengeance in Helsinki to take up the workload of a fallen double-O agent, but something evil is moving through the back streets of the city, and sinister plans are being laid for Bond in Berlin. 90 per- 90% of Helsinki's committed. Uh, hel- uh, Get the wallet. Get the wallet. Get the wallet. Get the wallet. Take you. You're going to taste some leather, brother. <laughs> taste sweaty leather. Oh, yeah. Tasting sweaty leather. Speaking of tasting sweaty leather, do you hear about the other James Bond project that's under development no, right no. now? The Fifty Shades of Grey guys are uh, teaming up to do a crossover. It's going to be James Bondage. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week. <laughs> yes, yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> During the James start- Bondage, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. James Bondage. <laughs> There's Bondage. Uh, you see, man, it's a yeah, play yeah, on yeah, the yeah, last yeah. name. Yeah. He's <laughs> like a BDSM, double O BDSM. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's his code now. Double O BDSM. Yeah. Hey. The man you know what the safe word is? There is no safe word. There's no safe word. There's no safe word. Ain't nothing safe in that game. It's a devil's game. And the rope isn't just for tying people up. It's for hitting you in the balls. That's right. He got a license to kill rumors about his sexuality. Nope. <laughs> Didn't work. Didn't work at all. The safe word is money, Penny. (laughs) (laughs) And it all comes back to the wallet. Uh, Safe word. I like that one. That's good. The safe word is money, Penny. Yeah. Hey. Anyway, what were you saying, Andy? (laughs) Oh, uh, 90% of Helsinki's economy is based on vengeance. Yeah, it's not as funny. <laughs> it was funnier back then. I was going to let it go. I was just going to let yeah, it go. That's it, was, it Andy. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it was funnier back then. <laughs> it was funnier back then. I will stand by that. It wasn't that funny, but it would have been funnier back then. It sounded like Dane Cook. <laughs> <laughs> Repeated it a few times in a stern voice, and then it makes it funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, boy. During Star Wars Celebration last April, Disney Lucasfilm announced plans for a whole plethora of books and comics. How many? Uh, How many books? A uh, plethora, grapple. Uh, Do you know what a plethora is? What is it, what is it plethora, Efe? 
Why, Wapo? <laughs> Bigger than a myriad. Why would you tell me you have a plethora of books planned when you don't know what a plethora is? Could it be that you're just <laughs> upset that you're not getting laid? <laughs> this is this is two weeks in a row we've had the uh, Wapo FA exchange. <laughs> Actually, I think that was on the other show. Was it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my fucking mind. I'm doing too many you're podcasts. Doing a lot of shows. Imagine that. Yeah. You're doing a lot of shows. Is it it was funnier back then. He does too many You're absolutely right, Kirsten. It was way funnier then. That was when that that was when that shit was hot. <laughs> He's bi-podcasting. I'm bi-podcasting. <laughs> and the comics and books arrive between September and December 2015 when Star Wars The Force Awakens opens. That will fill in the history of what happened before we see the J.J. Abrams-directed movie. The entire series is called Journey to Star Wars The Force Awakens. What? <laughs> of all the 20s stories that we're getting the newly revealed in the synopsis for the marvel prequel comic book called star wars shattered empire that's written by greg rucka oh greg rucka we love greg Greg rucka and art by uh, marco uh chichero chichero sure uh, who does Punisher? It uh, it reads via previews. Tickly, tickly. Emperor Palpatine's 20-year reign of terror <laughs> came to an abrupt and fiery end in the skies above the forest moon of Endor. A decisive victory for the Rebel Alliance, to be sure, but even with the loss of its leadership, the Empire's moths and regional governors retained their hold on important systems from the core to the outer rim, thanks to the might <laughs> of the Imperial Starfleet. <laughs> We've maintained our power all the way from the core to the outer rim. And if you want to debate me on how powerful my outer rim is, I suggest you bend down and lick my outer rim until it's as clean as these floors, which are impeccably clean. Just don't let the man touch the ball. (laughs) You're saying his butthole's in his face? I'm saying (laughs) my butthole's in your face. Your allegiance to that... Oh, religion. No, it's a different guy. <laughs> now with a power vacuum atop wow. the Empire, these moths... Oh, yeah, power vacuum. These moths will jockey for position and control. And like a moth drawn to the flame. And the heroes of the any Rebel day, Alliance... Any hour, like a... We'll soon discover... needs a flower, <laughs> like a... Like the dawn to the smoky mountain rain. <laughs> and if There's you a little need problem with me, the music call scene. my name... Like the Grand Moth drawn to the flame. Is this a David Soul power ballad? I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's uh, what's his name? It's, uh, oh, it's Roger Whitaker. <laughs> That's one oh, for yeah. you, kids. <laughs> Look it up. Yeah. Both, Roger, both of you. Both of Google you, Roger it. Whitaker. Roger fans. Whitaker's sitting back there next to Mel Tillis. <laughs> we are the official Roger Whitaker podcast. Yeah, we are now the official Roger Whitaker pod, fan podcast. I, I, I we are the only podcast that's ever mentioned I Roger Whitaker. Very, very quickly become the number one watch Roger Whitaker podcast if we put our heads to it. <laughs> And the heroes of the Rebel Alliance will soon discover that a wounded and fractious empire I'm may. <laughs> the fractured butthole. Fractured, <laughs> fractured butthole of the empire may be more dangerous My than any threat. has been fractured. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that butthole or butthole? But oh, don't, oh, don't forget about the core. Mm, the core, core is solid. So is my outer rim. <laughs> mm. 
It's like a tangerine someone left in a shower stall. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would they a tangerine in the shower wow. stall? <laughs> that joke needed a rim shot. <laughs> oh! No! So do I. So, yeah. <laughs> Brian K. Vaughn Yay. is already one of the biggest creators comics have, has ever seen. The best. Uh, thanks to work on Runaways, Ex Machina, Why the Last Man, and Saga, oh. he doesn't need to do anything else to bolster his success in the medium. However, he just announced that his future projects include a stint writing one of the most successful comics of the last decade, The Walking Dead. Ooh. Co-creator I'm Robert in. Kirkman has written every issue of The Walking Dead thus far, but it was announced Thursday during Images Comics Image Expo that Vaughn will be taking on some of the new Walking Dead comic book stories himself, which will be published on the Panel Syndicate, the DRM-free digital comic site Vaughn fo- uh, founded with artists uh, Marcos Martin and, Mun- and Munsa Vincente. So it's still not going to be the main story then? I guess it's just going to be available... Digitally through that only. digital market, yeah. Okay. It's a uh, big but, world. There's a lot of dead. And it's they true. launched, they're the ones that launched the Pay What You Want series, The Private Eye. Uh, according to Vaughn's Image Expo announcement, the move comes because Kirk, Kirkman kept asking him why he'd chosen to go all digital only with the panel syndicate and also asked what it would take to get the Private Eye into print at Image. Vaughn said that he would put the Private Eye into print if it also meant that panel syndicate could have a Walking Dead story. Kirkman agreed. And so Vaughn and Martin are now working on their own interpretation of the Walker-inhabited world Kirkman built into the massive franchise, while Image gets to publish the Private Eye Beyond Digital. Nice. So Is it weird that every time you say the Private Eye, I picture Hall & Oates in trench yeah, coats? Yeah, as, no, as you should. Clapping. That's what it's about. Okay. Just it's, the history of sure it's, not, it's not just me, then. I yeah. think mm-hmm. Don Knotts and Tim Conway, but that's me. <laughs> <laughs> now, for those of you... Who are going to San Diego Comic-Con this weekend. Hey, that's me. That's you. Oh, boy. Good luck. Stand online. <laughs> there is a chance you might be able to get your hands on some original Deadpool art from creator Rob Liefeld. While talking to Slash Phil, <laughs> Paul just... <laughs> I, I felt him drop. His face. It's awesome. It's just totally dropped. Like, like number one. Ooh, Deadpool art. Ooh, by Liefeld? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough bile. The he's, so, he's sagged like an elf taking a round. The comic artist revealed that what? Get the fucking wallet out of here again. What was that? I <laughs> sagged sag like, like an elf, elf checking the elk round. Taking a round. I elk. sagged like the elf checking the realm. Like yeah, I kind of heard that too. Right? I totally fucking. Tell me, Legolas looking over Rockwood. <laughs> Someday this will all be mine. Is that a Terry Brooks reference? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a Mel Brooks reference. <laughs> While talking to Slash Film, the comic artist revealed that for the 24th anniversary of the Merc with a Mouth, he's hiding 24 Deadpool sketches around the San Diego Convention Center, the Gas Lamp District, and surrounding restaurants. Quote, I want to give something back to the tremendous fan following of Deadpool that has, enjo- has enjoyed since I introduced him in the pages of New Mutants 98. I'm also going to be utilizing clues through various websites during the show to make it more interactive. Fans are encouraged to follow all the social media outlets of mine on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope to get all the info surrounding the sketches and the times and clues surrounding their whereabouts, unquote. Next week's news. Lifefield paintings left all over <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> you get a napkin? No, but I was Lifefield. Artist litters everywhere. 
I shouldn't talk shit. He had his moments. Yeah. I am going to... Um, he didn't have his feet, though. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> did not have his feet. I'm going to post to Facebook tomorrow the first time I see somebody with their mouth painted silver. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. There'll be a lot of those, huh? I'm figuring... I'm just trying to figure out how soon it's going to be. Is it going to be... Am I actually going to get to the con before I see it? Mm. I was going to be walking now, to the con. What are they... What how are you, would you uh, do okay, that? Okay, I'm sorry. What, what if are you there's a food coloring that could do that? Okay. Fury Road. Okay, so I still haven't seen it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, Jesus. What podcast am I on? We went and saw Terminator, but didn't fucking... And then you just went, you know, and it just like kill you and bury you in a box with fire. You know, I went to go see it, and it wasn't in the theater anymore. So Yeah, that's what happens when you don't see it. fucking lost. You should go see it. should. I should, because, I mean, only four of you have lambasted me for not seeing it. Yeah. You're lucky be, it's only four. It'll be at the dollar point. cinema soon. Everybody yeah, sure email 80s Jeff. Go see the fucking movie. But don't go, go on Tuesday. Blow up his Twitter. Do not go on Tuesday. <laughs> Great. Now I'm going to have a thousand Twitter messages. Right. Yes. You're going to have a thousand. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> the power of geek shock. Yeah. A thousand Twitter. You know what? If you get a thousand Twitter messages, I'll buy your fucking ticket. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll buy your fucking popcorn. There you go. Challenge laid out, shockers yeah. go to. Yep. And it had to be different tweets. <laughs> not just one guy. Shockers? Not just, shockers? Not just Barry sending. Yeah, Barry just sending a thousand tweets. <laughs> fuck you, Jeff. 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 Go see it. Fuck you, Jeff. Yeah, I think you're giving Barry too much credit. He'd 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 pass out after about he'd or he'd lose interest after about a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be like, eh, fuck this. Fuck this. Oh, this is stupid. Oh, my hair is so pretty. Oh, 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 God, I have pretty hair. Oh, 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 HBO is teaming up with Spawn creator and Toy Master Todd McFarland. Oh, we go. Is his title now is Toy Master? He's a Toy Master. like an old Superman villain. Toy Master. He'd love that. On a Game of Thrones toy line, which will include construction sets. And figurines of the characters of the fantasy series. Uh, that construction stuff is weird. Have you seen those McFarlane Walking Dead construction sets? No, no. Uh, yeah, uh, that's the one that are like, strange. like they're a Lego esque. They're a hybrid. Yeah, they're parts of the like buildings and the roads and stuff are Lego-y. but then you've got like just little action figures that are basically like mini statues. It's yeah, strange. It's strange. Although I love the one with the uh, governor. That's hard to find now. Is the oh, is the Mr. Game one. of Thrones figure going to be half off? Uh, uh, you understand, my because he's little. Yeah. <laughs> First up is the Iron Throne Room, the, and future sets will include a Mother of Dragons set and a an Attack on the Wall set. Mother of Dragons. Each includes some scene-specific characters and, and accessories. Retails from fourteen ninety-nine to forty-nine ninety-nine. The figurines that's at three ninety-nine each have articulated body parts and include characters like Tyrion, Jon Snow, Daenerys Targaryen. Uh, Gray Worm, Ghost, uh, Rhaegal, the Unsullied, a Crow, Wildling, and a White. Uh, the toys will be on display at San Diego Comic-Con and be available for purchase this fall. Now, without giving spoilers, because I haven't seen it, so I wouldn't know. I've only seen one scene. Uh, does the the particular character have the uh, the male unit that comes off? Or the Unsullied? <laughs> 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 only, 
only bit I've seen of Game of Thrones I walked in while Theon. Theon was watching it. I was and the guy's getting castrated. I watched this scene with Theon <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, Ramsey. And, uh, I'm like, I yeah. don't need to see this. And Andy's like, oh my god, oh my god. I'm an even bigger pussy than a lot. <laughs> this is more than murdery. Oh, boy. <laughs> the first international robot war of 2015 is about to begin. Wait. Oh, is yeah, it an official war? Are we losing land over this? We've lost a man. We're I a man down. A Japanese company called uh, Sudobashi Heavy Industry has accepted a challenge from an American robotics company called Megabots, incorporated to have their giant robots meet in battle. Both companies have constructed giant robots with Megabots, saying, quote, we have a duty to the science fiction lovers of this world to fight them to the death, unquote. Uh, the Megabots machine is called the Mark II, is 15 feet tall, weighs 12,000 pounds, is piloted by two people. Can also fire paintballs at the speed of more than 100 miles per hour. Oh, that'll slow the robot down. They're big, big they're monstrous paintballs. I, I saw the video yeah, of them. Yeah, they're ridiculous. Yeah, you want to take one of those paintballs, Andy. It, it, Go basi- ahead. it basically crushes the side of a car. Really? Yeah. It's like it's like the size of a, a small cannonball. Cannonball. Mm-hmm. Okay. Meanwhile, Asudabashi's bot is called Karatas. It is 12 and a half feet tall, is equipped with BB Gatling guns. Uh, it's also available for sale if you have a million dollars. The company responded to the American Challenge with its own video saying, quote, This duel stands to go down in history as the world's first giant robot battle. Let's make sure it's something for the historians to write about, unquote. I was going to say, who would be dumb enough to take on the Japanese in a robot battle? But then I remembered, <laughs> it's the Americans. <laughs> They're the only ones with enough because Ego to think they can do it. Well, what's great is that they, they look exactly the way you'd expect an American robot and a Japanese robot to look. The Japanese robot is sleek, and and the American is just bulky and... Cool. Bulky and industrial. Yeah. Yeah. And industrial, yeah. Get that it's revenge it's for diesel punk versus... It's like, it's like RoboJocks, for real. Yeah. Nobody remembers that movie. I, I do remember Rock'em, that Sock'em movie. Robots, the movie? Real Steel. Oh, Real Steel, okay. Uh, Variety is reporting that Comic-Con International has made a deal to stick around San Diego through at least 2018. San Diego Mayor Kevin Falconer made it official. Their current contract was supposed to expire next year. San Diego has been the home of Comic-Con since it first launched in 1970. Since then, it has grown to an average of over 130,000 attendees in recent years. According to the report, Falconer was trying to convince, quote, dozens of local hotels to keep the cost down on their room rates, which tend to skyrocket during the always sold out event, unquote. I doubt that was successful because we all know. Oh, I, you know, I, I just out of curiosity looked up some of the hotel, hotel room rates. It's ridiculous. Some of them are like $1,200 a night during Comic-Con in Gaslamp. I, thought I mean, I was ridiculous. Ridiculous. I thought I was going to have to rent a car Sunday night because I thought I was going to have to go home before the people I'm driving with, and nothing. There is no rental car available in the town. Oh, wow. Yeah. On Sunday, which is after, you know, pretty much over. What are you over? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. And again, continue to send us uh, questions for Mumra because that is a coming, a coming. So. Yay, Mumra. So until next week, I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact check Andy. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Andy, good luck. Thank you. I'm I'm going down with no expectations and no goal. I'm just going to wander around like a... That's kind of best. Like a Ronin. You'll, you'll see no panels, but you'll enjoy the floor. 
I might see some panels, but they won't be no, the giant ones that tons of people we are waiting. Doesn't for. matter. I'll go see. I'll go see some fun stuff. I'll walk a few miles stuff. on the floor. Walk yeah. a few miles in gas lamp. Yeah. Call it a day. I went to see um, Gay and Wilson one time, and you know the room was you know there may be thirty or forty of us in there enjoying Gay and Wilson. It was great. My favorite parts of Comic Con have been going to see author panels, usually the least attended. Yep. And to get into those, I had to get into panels like two prior. Because so, those you know what? Fill a lot too. of these, they don't even. I don't know. I well, this is before it got too crazy. Yeah, this is. But I got to go see Monkey Punch. There yeah. couldn't have been maybe fifty people in that room. That, but that was back when that could happen. Yeah, but that's changed. I guess. So changed. I, I went to see um, Fringe. I went to see Fringe before it was released. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but but that's not Room Twenty H and yeah. any hall that Movie. has more than one letter TV series. I'm sorry. You mean Fringe, the one with the guy who's like, oh, my son. Yeah, the one you don't like because you haven't watched it. I hate that fucking stupid show. (laughs) The one you've watched half an episode of? I've seen enough of that shit to know better. (laughs) You're my son, but you're not. (laughs) (laughs) That's very accurate. Yeah, it's exactly how that show every episode. (laughs) You're actually my son, but you're not my son. (laughs) Blah, 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 blah. This pretty girl over here is okay. <laughs> Let's go to the other world where there's dirigibles. <laughs> Can you tell how it's the other world? You know how? How? Dirigibles. <laughs> dirigibles make the difference in the world. He has the same opinion about Stargate SG-1, and he's never seen an episode. Oh, I don't have there. that high of opinion of Stargate SG-1. <laughs> <laughs> You went into like a 10-minute rant about how you hated it, and I asked you if you'd ever seen an episode, and you said no. No. So, I know what to do with my life. That is Paul's superpower. <laughs> Paul is a master. That has been evident. Of, of un- <laughs> and, yet, and yet, when I don't see Red Sonia. <laughs> hey, people make mistakes, Kirsten. It's not too late to fix it, though. Oh, God. I say the same thing about you watching SG-1. Oh, what? It's not too late. He's to calling you out on the oh, watching SG1. That's right. After you tweet Jeff to go see Fury Road, <laughs> you tweet Paul to see SG1 Gauntlet Thrones. <laughs> Mic drop. And you don't tweet us to see Red Sonja because that ain't going to happen. <laughs> hey, yeah. All right. So hit him up if you loved Red Sonja or if you hated it. I don't fucking care. Talk. Give us the, the, the tweets on the Red Sonja. Let me know. What is your Red Sonja opinion? And were you as sexually charged as a child as I was when they threw a bunch of women in a hole? And do you have a crippled virgin fetish? <laughs> I can't help what gets me going. I can't help it. Throwing virgins into a pit give you a half chub? Write us comments at EvenCouchShow.com. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> Just write it if it gives you a full bone. <laughs> Don't worry. No half jobs oh. needed. What half about jobs three need quarters? Apply. <laughs> no. Oh, Full bone. We need people to commit. Yep. <laughs> Full bo- oh, they'll be committed all right. They'll be, yeah. <laughs> committed to the whole. 